Welcome in, everyone, to a special edition of The Early Edge. Larry Hartstein sitting in for the coach, and we are thrilled to be joined today by Nick Bogdanovich, Director of Trading at William Hill U.S. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Let's talk some football. Let's do it. It's a huge week, and I want to. I'm curious. Eighty percent of the money it looks like so far on the Chiefs, and we just got word of another half million dollar bet coming in on Chiefs minus three. What is it going to take for you to move to three and a half uh, in this game? Yeah, no, early on, uh, we opened three and went to three and a half, and instantly they took the three and a half, the professionals did. So it's sort of nice knowing if we go to three and a half, we're probably going to get some money back. But right now, it's early in the betting cycle. And you're right, we did just take a $500,000 bet on the Chiefs, minus three, minus 20 here in Vegas, which puts us pretty high on the game. But it's like I said, it's so early in the betting cycle. We don't want to panic or anything, uh, but it is comforting to know that if we go to three and a half, we'll probably get all the Tampa money we want. Got it. And it sounds like you're saying that the professionals will grab three and a half uh, with Tampa if it goes to three and a half. Is there a public uh, professional split in this game side or total so far? For sure. Both, both side and total. I mean, uh, all the early uh, square money, I don't want to say square, but public money is on the Chiefs and definitely plus three and a half, the, the professionals. Same with the over and under. We we opened 57. <clears throat> the first few bets were from the masses. We went to 57 and a half and then the uh, professionals went under 57 and a half, under 57. Now we're at 56 and a half and I'm starting to see some 56 out there. So uh, there's definitely... Uh, we know who we're going to need in this game. Like any other Super Bowl, we're going to need the Chiefs not to cover. Chiefs probably to win the game because we'll be high on Tampa money line, and we'll and we'll, we'll the book will need under because uh, the masses are going to bet this thing over with both hands, and that'll lead to huge decisions on the props as well. We'll have some uh, big big liability on some props. And how does the Tampa Bay futures money? Uh, play into that in terms of what you'll need? Because I, I know you had a, a guy uh, get Tampa for almost a half a million uh, before the season or maybe midway through the season. But how will that factor into what you'll be rooting for Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, we, you know, we had some pretty good six-figure liability on Tampa right when the playoffs started. But over that three-week period where we had the futures up with just the playoff teams, we wrote a lot of business on other teams. So we cut that significantly. So now we're just a small loser with Tampa Bay and we're a really, really good winner with the Chiefs. So futures wise, we're, we're sitting pretty good. Okay, great. Well, let's dive into some props. I can't wait to do this. First, give me, is there any like random or obscure prop? I mean, you have thousands of props out there that has, you know, drawn some significant action that kind of surprised you. Why are people betting this? Uh, the one... Each year we get uh, we do an employee contest and they they submit some stuff and it's funny they they've submitted some really really good stuff over the years stuff that's in our regular rotation now but the one they wanted to put into the rotation this year is will a field goal a missed field goal hit the upright and so we put that up there uh, that's going to be by the early returns that one's going to be bet pretty well the professionals bet no I think they started laying 280 320 340. But when the masses start playing it on Friday, Saturday, Sunday of this week, they'll all bet yes. So I think we'll we'll end up needing the professional side, which we do a lot of the times. But that was an interesting one. I don't know why 
I put it in there because it was different. And after doing it for 30 years, it's hard to come up with different stuff. But I didn't think we would write a lot of business to it. And I'm, I'm going to be wrong because we're going to write business to that one. It does. It doesn't matter if the field goal goes in or not, or just if it hits the upright. You know what? We talked about it. We stipulated it, and we we got we left extra points out of there too. We're just trying to make it, trying to get all the disclaimers on the sheet is very tough. So we 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 phrased the the term missed. Will a missed field goal hit the upright? So it can't be the crossbar, and it has to. We we definitely have to see it hit. I mean, I'm I'm praying no graze comes into play. <laughs> Uh, on Sunday, but we'll see what happens. And then how about on some of the bigger name guys, which action has surprised you the most? I mean, one thing that jumps out to me is Tyreek Hill. This guy had 13 catches, 260 something yards, three touchdowns. And I believe you opened his number at around 102. And I'm seeing at least on William Hill, New Jersey, 92 and a half receiving yards right now. Um, it, did that move surprise you? Yeah, it did. And that's going to be one of those where the professionals are just giving the masses a better number, uh, which happens in about 80% of these because they're going to pound Tyreek over. I mean, he had 200 yards in the first quarter the last time. He had 170 yards last game. There's no number we couldn't make that they that the masses aren't going to bet over. But we opened 102 and a half, and you're right, the professionals bet it under. And then what about Sammy Watkins? I know there's somebody out there that thinks this is going to be his all-time day. Looks that way. Uh, they bet him, I think, player to four, first to score the first touchdown. I think they bet four thousand to twenty-five to one. So that's a big number. They bet him to win the MVP at two hundred to one for a thousand. So if Sammy goes off, this guy's going to be driving a Bentley for sure. Uh, he, he didn't play last week, so I don't know how healthy he's going to be. I guess he's he's suiting up, but I guess his his. His handicapping has to be, hey, listen, they're going to double Kelsey and Tyreek. So he's going to have single coverage, maybe even beat a guy a couple of times. But definitely someone stepped in on Sammy Watkins. I could be wrong without looking at the box score, but I believe he had a nice Super Bowl uh, last year. Um, talk talk about um, Leonard Fournette because that's a guy that it seems everybody is jumping on. He had 41 snaps. Uh, Ronald Jones had 16 snaps last game. It seems to be trending that way. They trust him. What are you seeing in his props? I know people are jumping over on him. Yeah, that was one of the discussions when we started making these props. What is the workload going to be between Elair and Williams and Jones and Fournette? And obviously they think Fournette's going to get the, the bulk of it, even though Jones was the man during the regular season. I guess it's what have you done for me lately and who is healthier and who do we trust? But Format, he, he had a nice game uh, to get him in. So I get the professionals are betting him over and everything. They bet him over receptions, over yards, uh, you know. So we, we're just going to have to, you know, go with it. But so much of this is how the game breaks. I, I mean, if Casey jumps to the front, I mean, Fournette's not going to get his rushing yards or his attempts. Or if Ronald Jones gets a few pops early and goes for 12 and 13, you know, he's going to get he's going to get his share. So a lot of it. Uh, well, anytime you're dealing with props, it's how a game plays out and and it goes from there. You know, Patrick Mahomes, I think, had maybe the bad beat of the Super Bowl last year was his rushing prop where he took those kneel downs at the end of the game, three long kneel downs and, and went under. He was way over. What are you seeing on his rushing prop so far? Yeah, that was one of the worst beats in the history of the world. It depends on what number you got it. I'm sure some people middled that one. That was that was wild. 
that is the one that is surprised me the most is we opened Mahomes like 31 and a half and it's been professionals couldn't wait to pound it under to 21 and a half clearly just thinking his he had turf toe or a bad ankle that he's still not a hundred percent but the way I see it is he looked pretty mobile last week now he's got a whole two weeks I think he's going to be close to a hundred percent if not a hundred percent uh Casey's lines got injuries Tampa brings heat that's going to force him out of the pocket I, I see him getting plenty of scramble yards so I'm a little, I'm really surprised that the professionals pounded that one under like they did. This kid, this is a big game. He's going to, he'll make plays. Yeah. And historically, I mean, in the playoffs, it's not that huge of a sample size, but he does run more in the playoffs than he does in the regular season. uh, Traditionally, anything else jump out at you, uh, you know, safety, overtime, any other props that people are jumping on? No, I mean, all, all of those will be six figure liabilities for us. Safety overtime, two-point converts, anything anything with a big plus. It just adds up so fast. Uh, what so, other ones did I – oh, uh, Travis Kelsey. They're betting him to score a touchdown, which is rare. I mean, we opened him yes minus 40, and he's up to yes minus 180. It's very rare that you see a non-running back to score a touchdown that high just because, you know, passing touchdowns can be a little bit random, whereas – running touchdowns you know once they get inside the two two three or four they're just going to pound it in with the stud so uh, i was a little surprised that they're betting betting kelsey Uh, i mean obviously he had 100 catches last week and he's at the highest uh total this week like eight and a half so i guess they think one of those will be in the end zone yeah and he didn't score in the first meeting but he has scored in six straight and i believe he has 15 tds and i was loving i like that at minus 160 but at minus 180 I'm going to stay away. So uh, wrapping up here, Nick, so your worst case scenario sounds like there's a safety. It goes to overtime. The Chiefs score a touchdown in overtime to cover um, and go over the total. Uh, I'm just guessing that might be a worst case scenario. What would be your worst and your best case scenarios from the book perspective, obviously? Yeah, it's it's so funny. I, I uh, Yeah, I mean, we, we, we want the game to be like 21-20 Chiefs would be the, the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we're going to have so many big decisions on props now. So even if we win the game, we could still lose for the day. If the props go sideways and vice versa, if the props go sideways, we still may be able to pull it out with the, the game and futures and some parlay cards. So it's really, there's a lot of moving parts here. Uh, there's a, it's a 24 seven sweat from the opening kickoff to the end. You're putting in finals the whole time and big decisions being settled, but the one thing I can say is it's going to still going to be huge action, even though Vegas is sort of on training wheels because of the COVID and the parties are capped. Uh, I still expect a, a monster handle. I don't know about a record handle, but it, it'll still be big. Yeah. Oh, last thing. And you just did take the half a million dollar bet. What kind of, I mean, are we expecting multiple seven figure bets uh, late in the week? You just never know on the big figure bets. I mean, you'll get a call and say, Hey, listen, Johnny's wiring in some money or a person shows up at, at a major strip property who, who just, you know, won a bunch of money in Bakker and wants to roll it over. So those are hit and miss, but you know, I, I do expect, I, I, if I had to make a, a number on seven figure bets uh, for William Hill, I would put it as a, put it at a half, but for, for the town of Vegas, I would put it for two and a half. Good enough. Nick can't thank you enough. And uh, yeah, no, join us anytime. And everybody, 
Check out your feed for the latest edition of the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.